the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Greetings, it's meeting time, and to our new listeners, welcome. Let me reiterate that the mission and theme of Christian with Secret Addictions is to journey with you on this road to recovery and healing from all types of addictive or fractured lifestyle. Millions of us have found this new way of life by accepting Christ as our Savior and applying 12 transforming spiritual principles found all throughout Scripture. They're known as the 12 Steps to Recovery, and each week we introduce one of these steps through a biblical perspective. So if you're feeling lost, helpless, hopeless, ensnared in this sinful, demonic disease of addiction, we're here for you. We've been there. We've done that. And I promise you, once you accept the free gift of salvation through Jesus Christ, implement his teachings into your inner beings and seek out recovery meetings where you'll receive support, encouragement, mentoring, you too will find this new way of life. Now, in previous meetings, we've learned how steps one through five steers us in the right direction as we build a foundation for learning how to admit our powerlessness over this addictive affliction. Our newfound faith, letting go and letting God, reflections of our sins and defects in our character and confession. Okay, now what? What do we do with all the sins and addictive behaviors we've unearthed from our inner being and openly confessed? Quite simply, they must be discarded. You see, to begin this new way of life, our old way of life, our old behaviors, they must be removed. And that takes us to the introduction of step six, that we're entirely ready and willing to have God remove these defects of character, the sins in our life. In James 4.10, we learn, humble yourself before the Lord and he will lift you up. And this passage is synonymous with, with step six. This step births humility when we're ready and willing for God to change our attitudes and behaviors. Now, in previous meetings, we learned there are three basic spiritual principles behind these steps that must be applied to our lives in order for the seeds of recovery to germinate. And that's being honest, open-minded, and willing. Honesty. We must be honest about our powerlessness over our addiction and our broken lives. Once and for all, we must be truthful with ourselves and others. We must admit that we cannot heal thyself. Open-mindedness. Before getting involved in the 12-step programs, most people knew very little about how to be freed of this debilitating lifestyle. Well, a new concept, a new idea to these spiritual principles cannot be grafted into a closed mind. Being open-minded, allow these principles into our lives where we remain teachable, where we may hear and learn something that just might save our lives. Willingness. 
Open-mindedness without willingness leads to a dead end. We must be willing to do whatever it takes to find recovery and healing. Recovery literature describes these three principles as how the 12-step program works. H-O-W. How. They're indispensable and they work hand in hand. And these principles are a vital part of our everyday living. Today, we're going to key in on willingness. Willingness is what we strive for in step six. Now, becoming ready and willing may not seem like a lot of work, but it is. It's spiritual work. It's God's work. Here's what I mean. To be successful in this step, we must sincerely want to change our disabling behaviors. And hearing this, you might be thinking, it's obvious that we want our flaws removed. Why wouldn't we want our Christian walk to be perfected in the image of Christ? Well, the Life Recovery Christian Workbook tells us why too many of us short-circuit this principle. Number one, the opposite of humility is what? Pride. And with pride and ego, we embark on our own Heal Thyself program. We pour out a lot of energy into getting better and trying harder to no avail. Secondly, we have to be aware that our defects, our sins, they're deeply ingrained patterns of behavior developed through many, many years of insane existence. So insane that our defects become our surviving skills dominated by our own self-will. They actually become our old friends in this way of life. In fact, far too many of us accept this crippling condition that we're in only to fall deeper into Satan's control. And God warns us of this no-win situation through the prophet Isaiah. Why spend your money on food that doesn't give you strength or does you no good? In other words... In our crippling condition, we believe that if we can fill this hungry hole in our soul with alcohol, drugs, gambling, sex, food, money, pornography, that we'll be satisfied. But they turn out to be empty promises that keep us compulsively running to them. God, God's the last thing on our mind is we wallow in our self-pity and then we either isolate or surround ourselves with people just as sick as us, consumed by obsession, compulsion, guilt, anger, bitterness, helplessness, resentments, and a plethora of other negative emotions. Misery loves company, right? And in our twisted thinking, eventually wrong seems right. Listen, you need to hear me loud and clear. Only Jesus can fill this hole in your soul. Only Jesus can rescue you and remove the deficiencies that are crippling you physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. True satisfaction, lasting recovery are found only in the Lord. Now, last week, I asked you to reference John 5, verses 1 through 9. And this scenario is brought to light in this historical event along with some powerful life lessons that we can draw on that will make us ready and willing for God to remove our defects of character. Start with this. 
In Jesus' day, there was a pool named Bethesda, meaning house of mercy. And this is where people went for healing. And one of the men waiting at this pool had been crippled for 38 years. And an angel would come by a different time, stirring the water, and the first person in the water was healed. And with hundreds of people rushing to this water, and only one person capable of being healed, this crippled man had no chance for healing. First life lesson. Today, when we accept Christ as our Savior, when we develop a personal relationship with him, he's with us 24-7, living in us by way of the Holy Spirit. And in Luke twenty four twenty nine, Jesus quotes, I will send the Holy Spirit just as my Father promised. As a child of God, the living Christ is with us all the days of our lives. Amen? Now, Jesus, he didn't know this man, but being all-knowing, he knew he had been an invalid for a long time. So with compassion, he asked this man, would you like to get well? Now, at first glance, this question might seem ridiculous. I mean, who wants to be crippled, helpless, and begging for money? But if we think about it, this was a valid question. After all, this man lived like this for 38 years. This pool was home to him. In fact, we're taught he may have been comfortable in this setting and accepted this way of life. And he probably wasn't alone in this mindset. Can you imagine all the people sitting and complaining about their problems? No doubt they were very comfortable and familiar in their settings. Now, their life lesson, sadly to say, too many of us are trapped and comfortable in our setting of the bondage of mental illness, and it's known as addiction. So Jesus was asking this man if he was ready and willing to have a new way of life. You see, he wanted to draw out from the man an admission of his helplessness and his desperate need for intervention and healing. Here's another powerful life lesson. This is the same with salvation. The Lord knows that we desperately need to be saved, but he wants to hear from our own lips confession that we're lost. We have a soul sickness that we're sinners and that we need a Savior and that we're ready and willing to be born again. Amen? Let's continue. This crippled man, he didn't know that Jesus, God in the flesh, the miracle worker, the great physician, wanted to heal him. And when Jesus questioned him, this man's answer was sad and pathetic. I can't, sir. No one will help me in the pool. After the crippled man's pitiful statement with grace and mercy, Jesus told the man, stand up, pick up your mat, walk. And the man was healed instantly. Wow. I can just picture this man walking, perhaps even jumping and clicking his heels as he was screaming with joy while the hundreds of other people witnessed this miracle with awe and amazement. One more power lesson. Studying these teachings, the Holy Spirit put this revelation on my heart. Listen to this. 
Crippled people can't help crippled people. Those that isolate in this spiritually blind, crippled condition of addiction can't help anyone. They can't help themselves. Please hear me. Recovery is a team effort. 11 of the 12 steps start with the word we. This is a we program. And recovery literature strongly suggests the ultimate weapon against addiction is a recovering addict helping a suffering addict. As I said earlier, we've been there. We've done that. And that's why we're here for you. Look, Jesus is in the business of healing, sometimes instantly, sometimes gradually. And if it's God's will for you to journey on this spiritual road of transformation, he'll put people in your life to travel with you, support you, encourage you, and lift you up. And you can find them at 12-step recovery meetings. You need to seek them out. They're waiting for you. Once again, crippled people can't help crippled people. So, Let me ask you, can you relate to this crippled man? What's your pool of familiarity? What bondage of addiction are you comfortable with? Folks, it's clear that only God can accomplish the miracle of setting our feet on this path of recovery and healing. And when we're ready to get rid of excuses, our familiarity, our resistance, God will do the rest. When we're ready, our Heavenly Father has a plan for every crippled person to still do great things. So I have one more question for you. Would you like to get well? Next week, we're going to continue our study of Step 6, and I want you to reference Romans 6, verses 5 through 11. Amen. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.